what up, yo? It's Mark Shanoff with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Tuesday, August 11th, episode number 108. I am excited for today's show, like always. Uh, we're going to go over my top 12 whiteouts. This or that. I love this game. This is kind of a fun game. All right, so I got two players again. We're going to go over wide receivers this time. And I'm going to talk about player A, player B, and I want you to guess who they are. And I'll give you a little hint. These guys are on the same team. All right, so player A last year played 16 games, had 119 targets, 79 receptions for 1,189 yards, 8 touchdowns. And that was 207 fantasy points. Player B, his other teammate, last year only played 14 games, had 113 targets, so six less targets, 66 receptions, which was quite a bit less, but he had 1,107 yards, six touchdowns for 179.7 points. This year, these players are projected almost identical. The projections this year, 206 points for player A, 200 points for player B. They both are projected for over 1,150 yards, and they are both projected for seven and a half touchdowns. So the difference is one of these, player A is a receiver who's going as wide receiver 15, and player B is going as wide receiver 27. Any ideas who these guys are? It is Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. They're basically the same player. In my rankings, and my projections, I have them just like Yahoo. Very, very similar. So why would you reach for Amari Cooper or take Amari Cooper at the higher price where you could get the same value at two or three rounds later in Michael Gallup? Interesting, right? All right, we've got a couple of announcements. There's only three weeks left for the knockout giveaway. So get your entries in to, to win that signed Nick Chubb jersey. Also, we still have that Knockout Listener League going on, so sign up for that if you want to be a part of that. Also, if you're looking for an edge in your draft, we have cheat sheets. Go ahead and support the show in order to qualify to get your cheat sheets. You can do all these things at FantasyKnockout.com. You can also follow the show on social media. We're on Twitter, at FantasyKnockout, and Instagram is at Fantasy underscore Knockout. You guys ready to talk some news? News with views. All right, so wide receiver A.J. Green of the Cincinnati Bengals. He spent this offseason training to avoid the injuries that he's dealt with over the last two years. That's good news, you know, especially coming out of camp. Um, He is a top 12 or top 10 wide receiver when he's healthy. He definitely is a value pick right now in drafts because he's going in the fourth or fifth round right now. So he's got some upside. We might talk about him uh, on next show. Next is running back Lamar Miller. He's a free agent. He ends up just signing a one-year contract with the New England Patriots. Um, I'm sure this is more of a depth move, like more insurance for Sony Michelle. Um, I doubt that he's going to really be any fantasy relevance there in New England if he even makes the roster. They they might even just cut him later on. So, And then the last bit of news is wide receiver T.Y. Hilton uh, of the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, He said he expects to be back in action in a couple days. Uh, And that couple days is in quotes. Uh, You know, you you can't see me doing the air quotes. 
It was last week that he was placed on the active POP list for his hamstring injury, which is still a concern to me because I just don't, I don't like seeing guys with soft tissue issues, um, especially during preseason because it typically continues all season long. So he's fading down my list a little bit. He's still very, very talented. I still like his upside with Philip Rivers and Frank Reich. I think in Indianapolis, he can be the Keenan Allen of that. Um, so he does have upside. It's just, I'm going to, Put him down a couple pegs just because the hamstring injury concerns me right now. And then we have some news uh, regarding players taken off the COVID list. Uh, tight end TJ Hogginson out of Detroit and running back Keyshawn Vaughn out of Tampa Bay. They have been removed from the COVID list. They are back all with the team and doing team activities. So that is great news. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Main event. All right, let's talk about my top 12 wideouts and why I have them ranked where I do. Number one. Michael Thomas of the New Orleans Saints. Last year, he had played 16 games, had 185 targets, 149 receptions for 1,725 yards and nine touchdowns. That was a total of 300.1 fantasy points. That was a lot of points. Last year, Thomas took a big leap in almost every receiving stat, including setting an NFL record with 149 receptions. After averaging 1,325 receiving yards over the previous two seasons, he had a whopping 725. That's 400 more than last year, or in the previous year. 185 targets was the most in the NFL since 2015. Even with the target total coming down this year, he is still a top pick at wide receiver with Drew Brees as you know back as the Saints quarterback for another season number two Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers last year he played in 12 games 127 targets for 83 receptions 997 yards five touchdowns for 171.2 points so last season Adams missed four games dealing with turf toe but was still the wide receiver five in fantasy points per game he's an elite wide out in his prime years, and while Aaron Rodgers might not be that elite fantasy quarterback anymore, he can still lead Adams to wide wide receiver one potential, you know, fantasy finish potential. You can count on 150 plus targets and 10 plus touchdowns. In 15 games played in 2018, he had 169 targets, led to 111 receptions for 1,386 yards, 13 touchdowns. I see that going on again this year. Um, he just got to stay healthy. That turf toe really hurt him because it was right in the middle of that season and, and let a lot of fantasy owners down. Number three, Julio Jones of the Atlanta Falcons. So last year he played in 15 games, had 157 targets, 99 receptions for 1,394 yards, six touchdowns for 224.6 points. So Julio, he's 31 years old, but he hasn't shown any signs of slowing down. He has had at least 1,394 yards in each of the past six seasons. That's amazing. Lock him in as a top five wideout, always providing weak winning upside. Only thing that hurts him year after year is his touchdown totals. So don't expect more than six touchdowns in a season from him. Number four, Tyreek Hill of the Kansas City Chiefs. Last year, he played in 12 games, had 89 targets for 58 receptions, 860 yards, 7 touchdowns for 159.3 points. So why Tyreek Hill could finish as a top fantasy wide receiver? 
Number one, he's done it before. Number two, Patrick Mahomes. Number three, he's one of the fastest humans on the planet. Four, he's in his prime at age 26. So Tyreek Hill missed the first five weeks last year, but was the wide receiver four overall from week six on. In that stretch of games, he had five fantasy finishes outside the top 35 wideouts. His wide receiver one fantasy finish in 2018 wasn't the smoothest ride either. So still, even the best receivers can have down games in fantasy. And the weak winning performances from him are worth it. So he's a boom or bust type player. So he's not too consistent. Number five, Kenny Galladay of the Detroit Lions. So last year he played in 16 games, had 116 targets, 65 receptions for 1,190 yards, 11 touchdowns for 215 and a half points. So Kenny G, he broke out in his third season in great part to his 11 touchdowns. He's one of the best in the league at contested catches. His wide receiver six finish last year was also with a couple different backup quarterbacks from week 10 on. The biggest concern will be the lack of targets in the Lions offense. He averaged 117 targets over the past two seasons. Uh, veteran wide receiver Marvin Jones and second-year tight end TJ Hawkinson should be back and healthy. However, if Kenny G's targets were to go up for any reason, look out. Number six, Chris Godwin of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So last year he played in 14 games, had 121 targets, 86 receptions for 1,333 yards, 9 touchdowns for 233.1 points. In his third season, Chris Godwin truly made the elite breakout leap, finishing as last year's number two fantasy wide receiver. Mike Evans is still in, the, still in his prime and will always soak up a ton of targets as well. We don't know exactly what the offense is going to look like with Tom Brady and Gronk joining things there in Tampa Bay, but still, Godwin has already proved that he has the talent to finish as a top fantasy wide receiver. Number 7. DeAndre Hopkins of the Arizona Cardinals. So last year he played in 15 games, had 150 targets for 104 receptions, for 1,165 yards, 7 touchdowns for 217.5 points. In one of the strangest trades of all time, DeAndre Hopkins joins the Arizona Cardinals. He's averaged over 1,200-plus yards per season in his seven-year career. 150 targets last year was the lowest in the past five seasons, but still finishes as the fantasy wide receiver five. In fact, he's been a top-five fantasy wide receiver in four of the past five seasons. We know he's an elite talent in the prime of his career. The question is, will Kyler Murray and the Cliff Kingsbury offense provide enough targets to keep him in the top five? Number eight. Amari Cooper of the Dallas Cowboys. Last year, he had 16 games, 119 targets for 79 receptions, 1,189 yards, and eight touchdowns for 207 fantasy points. Do you dare? Can your fantasy team handle soul-crushing performances? Last season was the best overall statistical output of Amari's five-year career. While he finished last year as the wide receiver nine for fantasy football, from weeks one through ten, he was the wide receiver three. From weeks 11 through 17, he was the wide receiver 43. Injuries may have impacted his play during that downstretch as well, which may be a common pattern over his NFL career. He only had 10 more targets 
which is 110, than Michael Gallup, who only played in 14 games. First round pick CeeDee Lamb is in the receiving core as well. Uh, Still, Amari got paid, and he should be the top target if he's healthy. Number nine. Cooper Cup of the Los Angeles Rams. Last year, he played in 16 games, had 134 targets, 94 receptions, 1,161 yards, 10 touchdowns for 223.5 points. So Cup's season last year had to be one of the most up-and-down wide receiver four fantasy seasons ever. After a hot start to the season, he had five finishes outside the top 40 uh, wide receivers from weeks 6 through 12. Then over the final five weeks, he was back in the top 10 among wide receivers. There's concern about Cup's snap percentages due to a specific role and the team utilizing more two tight end sets as they did in the second half. Nevertheless, Cup has proven to be a consistent red zone threat and target. He averages a touchdown every 9.3 catches over his three-year career. Number 10. Allen Robinson of the Chicago Bears. So last year he played in 16 games, had 154 targets, 98 receptions for 1,147 yards, 7 touchdowns for 205.9 fantasy points. He's back. Allen Robinson became the target monster once again. His breakout season back in 2015 feels so long ago, but Robinson would still just be only 27 years old when the season starts. The Nick Foles slash Mitchell Trubisky combo at quarterback is not ideal, but Robinson proved last year he has the talent to get it done with a bad quarterback, finishing as the wide receiver 11. However, a drop in targets could threaten his ability to finish in the top 12 again in a bad offense. Number 11, Adam Thielen of the Minnesota Vikings. Last year, he played in 10 games. 48 targets for 30 receptions for 418 yards, 6 touchdowns for 99.5 points. So last year was an injury-plagued season for Thielen after breaking out with over 90 receptions and 1,275 receiving yards in each of the past two seasons. Thielen, he turns 30 this year, but he also didn't enter the NFL until he was 24. The Vikings selected wide receiver Justin Jefferson in the first round of the NFL draft. Still, with Stephon Diggs traded away, Thielen is the clear favorite to lead the team in targets, even if it's a run-heavy offense. Number 12, Mike Evans of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Last year he played in 13 games, had 118 targets, 67 receptions for 1,157 yards, and 8 touchdowns. That was for 199.2 fantasy points. So for a player's first six seasons in the NFL, Mike Evans has the seventh most receiving yards all time. He also has eight plus touchdowns in four of his six seasons. Even with Chris Godwin breaking out last year, Evans' target numbers didn't take a big hit in the Tampa Bay offense. For some perspective here, he missed three games and he still had more targets with 118 than Kenny Galladay, who had 116. Evans was more of a boom slash bust than fantasy managers would have liked. But that doesn't mean it it's going to be that way this year. So Brady and Gronk, they do join the team, adding an element of mystery, right? We know the elite talent is there, but without a high touchdown total, he could disappoint at his current ADP. 
Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show is the rest of the top 24 whiteouts. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe. Whatever platform you're on, leave a rating and review. Also, don't forget to enter to win that Nick that signed Nick Chubb jersey at FantasyKnockout.com. Hashtag Knockout Giveaway. Also, get your entries in for the Listener League, too. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.